Hey, everybody. It's Robert from the So-So Scrutiny Podcast, and I got my co-host over there, Corey Stocks, Alligators and Crocs. Nice. And then we got our uh, our guest today, Josh Green, the Silver Screen. Nice. You like that Cheers. one? Josh? Hey boys. I do. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's start I the uh, podcast pack. God, I need cost. I, I need this. What we're gonna I'm gonna talk about right now. Uh unofficial sponsor, one of our unofficial sponsors today, Jameson Whiskey. And I'm gonna oh, crack yeah. it. Check this out. Listen, listen. Did you just wow. crack your back or something? No, it's a brand. No. It's a oh, brand new bottle. It's a bottle. Freshy. All right, cheers, so freshy. Fresh. Salut. <laughs> Straight Jameson. Jameson, what Sprite? Uh, Lacroix lime. That looked like Sprite. It's the same thing. So, um, that's good. I do not have Jameson on my end, but I do have coffee. So we'll I will get into the, hold on. We'll get into the coffee in a second. We'll, we'll do another sponsored spot in a little bit. We don't want to overcrowd crowd Jameson whiskey. Uh, let's see. Does it say anything on the back of here? Anything about it? No. This is Jameson. Smooth Irish whiskey made, made the John Jameson way since 1780. That's not, that's not a Australian. Australian. No, it's more, it's more London. From down under. Down there you under. Go. Yeah, that's a little bit more up. <laughs> I was going more like Park till the Caribbean. All right, enough. Okay, let's get the yeah, podcast. That's good. Um, let's see. Well, what are we doing? Doc. Get, hit me. Well, it was, it was pertaining to the, uh, the pirate thing. Uh, majority of pirates, the reason why their lingo sounds like that, Scottish. Yeah, Scottish pirates. That makes sense. Those, those dirty mm-hmm. Scottish, red beard, all that. They're Scottish. Savvy. Yeah. I actually, uh, I was just watching all the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies recently. It's funny. I, I, I just I was can't. Uh, do that. Disney has them all except for the last one. It's not coming to like the end of the year, so I have to figure out how to watch that one. But today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about a new movie that just came out on Netflix called Extraction, uh, starring Chris Hemsworth, a.k.a. Thor. Um, so Corey and I watched that. We're going to break down, do the scrutiny scale. A little spoiler-free, because um, it's kind of brand new. Um, and then we're going to do a new, a new segment uh, that Josh kind of recommended right before we uh, started the podcast we're gonna do a scrutiny scale of our favorite shows like concerts and we made a new scale and we each p- picked uh, like a favorite show we've been to and kind of zeroed in on like the band like our favorite band of that show but it covers the whole show and then we're gonna do a kind of do's and don'ts of the weed world of like um what what weed is what to do where to buy it how to buy it all that fun stuff because some people just don't know and kind of uh, afraid and you know and, and uh, intimidated by it so uh we're gonna tell you you know to relax about it um fellas how you guys doing one yeah four two zero nice there you go that, that maybe that's the second i don't know i'm just messing around with you but i like it 24 uh, seven <laughs> <laughs> josh what, josh what have you been up to you're uh you're a quote unquote essential worker you've been out in the uh the trenches so to speak um you work with uh, uh how do you describe it who are the how do you describe the individuals that you you take care of without being well, <laughs> with being um, pc <laughs> well um i work with folks that need uh 
they, they have special needs developmentally challenged adults. Um, so, and, and that's, you know, quite a spectrum. There's, you know, not necessarily just autism or anything like that. We, yeah. We've got all sorts of uh, people that um, we work with and our goal is to help make a positive change with their life as, you know, as opposed to uh, what it could be. Um, a lot of our clients are uh, getting older in age now. So, um, you know, back in the seventies, they still had, uh, mental hospitals open. So a lot of my clients are ex mental hospital patients where that's I don't know crazy. If you guys are like, yeah, no, it's intense. It's, um, do you guys know of Fairview mental hospital? It's yeah. right over in Costa Mesa, not too far. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. My dad worked there when he was younger. Really? Yeah. Wow, dude, that's far out. That's a trip. Yeah. That is separation. Trippy. Um, we have some clients that just have war stories from, from being there. Um, and it's, you know, so it's, it's helping them in their, their day to day, almost, uh, um, sorry, got a little, a little stuck on that one. No, you're good. I had, you're, had a couple, a couple. Yeah. We just did a shot. I gotcha. But yeah, you just, you know, you check in on a few folks and make sure they're getting their groceries and their bills paid on time and, Make sure they're like medical well-being is, appointments, all that fun stuff. Yeah. So God bless you that you're out there doing that. Uh, oh, Corey, I appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, not so much in the trenches, but you're still, you know, important out there. How are the kitties doing? They're good. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. They, we, we've been doing a lot of kind of just like reaching out to the parents and making sure they know, you know, when students aren't turning anything in or whatever. Um, my students have been pretty decent with it, like getting assignments in, but the, where I'm running into a problem is like all being able to sync up for like Google meets. Um, but I do feel like the ones that are coming in are, are appreciative of the, you know, the assistance I can kind of give them when they're in need of what, what do I do with this assignment? So that's been pretty cool. What are you guys um, teaching? What are you teaching right now? Right now we're doing gold rush. Um, we're going to end that soon. And then right after the gold rush is a really good story set during the Harlem um, Renaissance. And it's called um, a raisin in the sun. It's a, it's a play and we read it with them and super good. It's really, really good. Um, Powerful piece. So I'm excited for that. I feel like a raisin in the sun. I went golfing today. It's all hot and and forgot my uh, sunblock and I don't really feel it right now, but I feel like tomorrow I'm going to be ready. What are you laughing about there, Josh? I wish you knew what Raisin in the Sun was about because you're just, it was just funny. It was just funny how you're yeah. out Raisin. I'm just like, oh, heavy. Yeah. What, was that a bad joke? The con, the con, no, no, the context. And there was just, oh, it's called a segue, Josh. Get, you know, we're professional radio people here. It's, you know, it's good terms, terminology. Yeah. It's okay. For you're sure. a guest. Well, you're just a guest here. Don't worry about it. I'll host, I'll host the no show. Worries. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, so I went yeah. golfing today. I didn't play full 18, but I played pretty good. Got a couple. I had a real good shot, real good shot. Uh, my tee shot was bad with my driver, but I was like kind of right behind a tree. Funny, and I have no idea what you're talking about. Golf. Golf. Well, I mean, Scottish no, game? no, no. I know it's golf. I just don't know the terms like tee shot. What's a tee shot? It's when you like first start the hole. Oh, got it. And 
I hit my driver and went to the left and it kind of went behind a tree. And then I, I, I had an amazing shot with my three iron right back into the fairway. I felt really good about that. That's awesome. That's what, what was your today. best, uh, what was your best score? Uh, I got, a. I think I got a couple pars. I think I got at least one. We weren't really like playing, playing. We actually kind of, we went to Willowick, yeah. uh, Costa May or Santa Ana garden Grove area. And there's no carts and you're walking and, uh, are, uh, they repair it. They, I didn't know they were going to do this. They didn't do it at David L. Baker, another golf course. Um, cause usually a re- regular, like when quarantine's not like happening, it's a normal day. If you have two people, they'll pair you up with like a random two people just to make it a foursomes, just to like fill up groups. And they weren't doing that at David L. Baker because of Corona, but Willowick, they didn't give a fuck. They're like, Oh yeah, you're going. Oh, He's gone. Josh just left. Disappeared. He hates he hates golf. Hopefully he 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 returns. I will continue my boring golf story. Yes. Um, but and I went with my uh my quote unquote brother in law. He's my cousin's husband, but I, I consider my brother in law Kevin. And uh he's like, you know what, fuck this. We're gonna we're not gonna go to T number one. We're gonna go skip over to the back nine and uh we're gonna go on hole number 10 and we just found like a hole in like the groups of people and just made our way into it and played i think we ended up playing like five holes not too long for sure yeah so it was pretty good um what else let's see uh i mean i don't know where josh is but i mean that's fine because we're going to talk about extraction anyways and he didn't see it yeah for uh, sure do you want to uh get into it i just was yeah. talking for a while um so Kind of to segue out of that and go into our first review, we are going to talk about a Netflix exclusive. It's exclusive to Netflix, right? Yes, sir. Um, a Netflix exclusive movie called um, Extraction. It has um, Chris Hemsworth in it. If you don't know that name for some reason, it is Thor. Um, I kind of have a nutshell like summary of it. I said it's taken in Bangladesh with Thor Sands Hammer. No hammer. Thor. I, I got more of a John Wick vibe from it. Yeah. yeah. Taking John Wick in the same realm, like revenge story. Yeah, for sure. Sort protecting, of. protecting somebody, for sure. Yeah. And yeah, John Wick doesn't really protect anybody. He's just protecting himself most of the time. For sure. But yeah, no, I, I definitely got vibes of Taken, for sure, yeah. And he's it's directed by uh, Sam, Sam Hargrave. Uh, it's his directorial debut. Um. And I didn't know this like going into it, but it makes sense now that I've seen the whole movie extraction. Um, he was the stunt coordinator on Captain America, first Avenger and Avengers Endgame. So a lot of like this movie was heavily stunt, like stunt oriented. There was tons of stunts Incredible. and action. Uh, yeah, and- I did the same thing. I didn't know who Sam Har- Hargrave was and I looked it up on IMDb and I was like, oh, stunts. That's like yeah. his biggest and we'll like say what- credits on IMDb were like stunts. So. We'll kind of say what we want about it, but I will note that it is his directorial debut. It's almost like your student teaching and yeah, you know, teaching is the first thing. I was also looking at who the, who shot it because I I mean we, let's we can start going through our screening scale right now for um, sure. Let's skip skip ahead real quick to cinematography because um, the guy that shot it because I thought this movie looked beautiful. There was some, it did I mean, look really good. It's in a really gross Indian back uh, India background of like the you know. Not suburbs, but the what do you call them? They're like the slums, sort slums, of slums. That was the word I was looking for. Thank you. Um, 
in and out of that, those towns and but made it look really beautiful and this the guy that shot it is newton thomas siegel and he's his four known for on imdb or drive right off the bat so i was like oh okay that's why it looks so good for three, sure did three kings the usual suspects and i don't know i don't know if he wants this on his page but x-men gosh. x-men apocalypse oh is he back yes he is it's all right we're talking about uh oh there is we're talking about uh extraction right now so um so yeah, it looked it looked really good. So I feel like, I mean, looking on paper and knowing that this guy was his, it was his first movie. Yeah, I have a feeling he was like the on set guy, and he just let the camera guy do whatever. You know, he's like, "I'll trust you," kind of thing. For sure. It, so, yeah, yeah. That like he said, the look is really good. Um, another thing I wanted to note was, man, it's freaking violent like uh, like to a point that was almost like too much at times i'm like oh my god so violent and usually i'm like okay with that but just seeing that many people and you know (laughs) sorry if you're like kind of sensitive to these things but a lot of people are like yeah a lot of people are like shot in the head they like kill some kids like it's crazy oh wait um Oh yeah, that's right. They throw the yeah, guy threw threw yeah, a kid kind of off spoiler. the freaking roof. That was that was pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah, just in in the thing that Liz and I noticed about it was they don't give you time to think about it and to prepare yourself. They're just like, boom, boom, like boom, oh, boom. grab this kid and just freaking throw him off the roof. It was so quick. Yeah, it was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it was like the very beginning of that scene too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the sound was like all right. It was uh, yeah. a lot of wom, 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 like tones mimicking like Christopher Nolan stuff, but for sure that's that's always you know it sounds good, makes it. Uh, yeah. And then I, um, as much as like I do like the actual sound like music, but I do appreciate it when they take all the music away and just yeah. put you in the scenario with the sound effects and stuff. And uh, and one thing with the cinematography, uh. I don't know if you caught it, but there was an amazing like quote unquote one shot in the middle of the movie where man for like, it seemed like 15 minutes. I need to go back and see how long it was, but for like a good chunk of time that it makes you feel like you haven't left. It hasn't cut. There's definitely, if you look closely enough, there's like some CGI cutting in between like uh, going in and out of buildings and stuff. But man, it was just, I was looking for it and boy, it's not easy to spot. It's not. They're getting really good at it. So I gave a lot of points for this. And there's a lot of cool sound effects in that, too. I think um, I, I might have dinged this the hardest on the writing, that, unfortunately. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. A lot of, like, tropes, like, action movie tropes and a ton of, like, kind of just, oh, of course, that's what he's going to say there. And we called the ending. Liz and I were like, yep, this is going to happen. Watch. And then he's going to... Well, the beginning of the movie is the end of the movie, though. So everyone knows. Well, like, you knew exactly what was going to happen most of the time. Like, um, and I didn't necessarily like the story that much, but the, like, the action itself was awesome. Like... And and to, um, and to know with the story, it's written uh, by uh, Joe Russo, one of the yeah. Russo brothers from uh, Avengers. So, you know, Chris Hemsworth, the director, Sam Har- Har- Hargrave and Joe Russo are just all, they've been probably hanging out for years now. For sure. <laughs> hey, let's do a movie. And I guess it's based on a graphic novel called... It is? See You, Dad? Yeah. Interesting. Um, seems like a passion project from Joe Russo. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't... 
the best, amazing, most original story, but you know, it was entertaining for what sure. Do you, what do you expect from the, the, you know, the poster and the, the title extraction? Like I'm yeah. not expecting Shakespeare. No. <laughs> so, uh, but I did dig it for a story a little bit. So yeah. Overall, I ended up giving it, um, a 68. Oh, it's kind of low. Like, I gave it a 73. Yeah. But similar range, I you guess. Know, for a Netflix movie. And, uh, I was looking at the budget. It's only, uh, 65 million which yeah. you know it's a chunk of change um and they're not making a lot of movies in that budget range nowadays um you, you see a lot of independent stuffs crossing their fingers to make sure like hoping they get the big budget like a big box office or you have like the marvels ones where it's almost a guarantee they're going to make double their money back regardless of uh how much money they spend so totally. it's, it's nice to see these movies that are like in the 40 to 60 million dollar range. I feel like those were big in the nineties and I kind of miss them. So mm-hmm. good, on, good on your Netflix. I think if you got Netflix and you got uh, an hour, 56 minutes, I think you should go watch extraction. For sure. Josh, watch that movie. It's pretty good. I'll have to check it. I'll have to check it out, man. Extraction. We were kind of, kind of late on the invite on the podcast. So no problem. Yeah. So uh, let us know. No what you worries, think. man. Um, moving on. Oh, before we get into our next segment, let's mention our next unofficial sponsor of today. Are Delicious. you drinking? Are you drinking uh, Bones Coffee too? There, Corey. Indeed, in my Wally cup. Josh, let me just tell you. Let me uh, pitch this to you. Bones Coffee. Today, I'm drinking uh, the S'mores one. I forget what it's called. I don't have the bag on me, but smory time. Smory time. Thank you, co-host Corey Stocks. Um, what are you drinking over there? I am drinking the same one I drank uh, the other day on our podcast was, uh, what's it called? Salted. uh, Oh my gosh. See, I don't remember this one, but I remember yours. It's like, they have a a clever names. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a salted caramel mocha flavored. It's super good. Oh, it's got mocha in it too. Yeah. The beans smell amazing. Okay. I'm a, I'm a caramel guy. I like caramel and like vanilla. Not much of a chocolate guy, but this s'more time is is pretty good. So go check out a bones coffee, bones coffee. They're on Amazon. I got a five pack sample thing. It was good. And Oh, oh yeah. Next time, and Josh, when you're finally allowed over, and Nana's not mad that you're here because of the quarantine, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll make I'll make you a fresh cup. All right, uh, I'd love to hear how that story went. Like, did she like get out? <laughs> no, not it? quite. No, she through the glass was just like kind of peeping, you know. I mean, she, she had her she, she had her shotgun in her hand, but she hadn't cocked right. it. Got so, it. You know, when when she cocks it and then says, "Come on, go go on, get," then you know, you know, it's, she, she hadn't get. gone that far, but yeah, funny, <laughs> Josh. Let's uh, yes, we sir. we've been talking for a while. Let's get into this uh, favorite show segment because this was kind of your brainchild, yeah, for sure. Thanks, uh, thanks, sir. Scale of our favorite shows. We're gonna start. I mean, this is our first time doing it, so we just ended up doing our favorite show because we're not. We haven't been to a show in forever. Um, so which, uh, which, which show did you choose, Josh? Well, um, you know, we've had all this time go down with the quarantine. So I had some time to reminisce and kind of, re- you know, think of something to, to bring for, for, for you here. Um, back in November, I actually went to the forum 
which some of you might might know uh, is in Inglewood. Uh, beautiful place. I, I was actually kind of shocked with how nice that fucking place was. I, I guess they rebuilt it uh, not too long ago. So it, it was looking beautiful, but I actually caught uh, Slayer. Oh, a Slayer show. That's awesome. Um, dude, you know, on their fa- farewell tour, you know, Slayer's out the door sort of thing. And, um, it, w- it was, it was quite a moment, you know, uh, the, I forget the, their vocalist name, but very humble guy up there. Like he's playing, like the place is packed, you know, and they played for, I think it was a couple days in a row, you know, they, they built the um, place Araya, Tom Araya. Thank I believe you. so. Yes. That was, that's his name. Exactly. Um, I f- forget where he's from originally, but I believe he grew up in California here somewhere. So, uh, semi-local guy, you know what I mean? Like, um, as far as Inglewood goes, I, I believe he's from LA. They did like um, multiple shows though, right? It wasn't like three. Yeah. It was like back to back to back. They, just, they, all, like, they all sold out real quick. Yeah. I remember when that dude. happened. Who'd they play with again? I feel like uh, I heard about this. They played with uh, Ministry and Primus. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. That's, That's a lineup. A I'm not crazy gonna lie. lineup. Primus was tight as fuck. I, like, I, I've, I've dabbled with a little Primus, but it's never been like, oh, shit, I like the new Primus album or some shit, or I've got to go get that old one on fucking vinyl. But like... Such a good, like prog rock band i like them i could see that like i've never really gotten into like their singles or music but i could definitely see like them being amazing live they seem like a live band they get hard to capture funky, on album man. yeah they, they nice. just they have that the bass that they have going the dude oh just, yeah that's that's it just as far as live music goes quite a performance the lights that they had i it was some ass trip looking shit man <laughs> But, yeah, um, Corey and I went to the forum not too long ago, and we saw uh, uh, the fever there. They went yeah. to multiple people there, but it was also like a local thing for them because they grew up in LA, and and yeah. it was almost sold out thrice. And then uh, Bring Me the Horizon, Bring Me the Horizon was when was this? Um, about a year ago, maybe Corey. Less yeah, it's been like a year now. Yeah, and the for, yeah. yeah, the forum looks great. They definitely yeah. did a good job. I, I actually heard recently though the the Clippers. I know they're going to still do shows there, but the Clippers, they've been sharing a stadium with the Lakers this whole time, and they used to play there. And the Lake, the Clippers bought the forum, so now they're going to oh yeah playing there again. So that's kind of cool. Nice. So let's go through this uh, scale. Let's set this up real quick too. Um, we didn't really break it down. Um, <clears throat> again, twenty twenty. Um, segments that you do a one through five on just like our concert our cds and movie scales we got sound quality atmosphere or this is the overall like category category. uh sound quality atmosphere venue did they accomplish what they set out for set set out for uh lineup stage presence merch that's always important lightning slash stage setup uh crowd participation and then we got some vocals guitars bass and drums and we got a few i won't go through all those but it's basically like tone and quality and how all those you know stack up live so uh josh uh, hit hit me which uh what really stood out uh with uh slayer vocals guitars i mean i'm gonna be honest with you just the whole night was wonderful i i i'll be I'll be 100% real with you. It, it sounds like I'm exaggerating. I know possibly one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Um, 
as far as like <laughs> the intensity that the brand, the band brought, you know, like, I, I don't know if you guys listen to Slayer or anything like that, but you know, you, you've got some of their, their more well-known songs like raining blood. You've got, yeah. you're, you're looking down and there's not, it's not like one big circle pit. You're looking at like six little demon circle pits going on and just like everyone having their own little mini parties. And, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't as rough and tumble as, as one would think, you know what I mean? It, it seemed to be a lot of camaraderie and like the pit and shit like that, things of that nature. So it was nice to see people, you know, picking people up that fall and whatnot, but that's number one rule. Yeah. I mean, overall the, the stage presence that these dudes bring, you know what I mean? Like they're not even having to move too much, but I mean, they did have some py- pyrotechnics that helped, you know, like yeah. it, it was, well, they're also like, like uh, they're like 60 years old too, aren't they? I mean, my dad's 60 years old. So yeah, they're, 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 they're up there. Uh, fun fact. Um, my mom, who's <clears throat> very, uh, uh, not common. Not, I guess accomplished. She's a very accomplished singer. Uh, used to be in bands all the time, and she was in like this rock band for a while when I was like in grade school. And she opened up for Slayer at uh, super cool. Um, the Coach House or what was the other one? No, I think it was the Coach House. I think it was the Coach House. So yeah, fun fact about Slayer. <laughs> That's tight. What did you think about? Uh, uh, oh, you talked about Primus. What was the uh, Ministry? I, I, I know the name. I don't know really. I know they're like kind of they're like metal, right? They're, they're, they're industrial. How are they? That's probably the best way to to describe them. Is what okay. Corey said. They're they're an industrial punk metal band. I, I don't. Okay. Uh, nice. Y- you could call them like <laughs> essentially if like um, Metallica and Gigi Allen had a baby. Got it. <laughs> if anybody's you know on with that party. Gotcha. Or like, a, um, what else did I hear from them? Like, it's a, it's kind of like just really dark, like HR Geiger style music. If you, if you yeah. were to say like, now you're talking about language. art form, it's very HR Geiger. Gross, but awesome. Uh, yeah. would you, would you give it a total Josh? You know what? For, for the whole shebang, this might be a first time ever on the uh, So So Scrutiny podcast. I, we're going to do 100 out of 100, man. It was that good <laughs> nice. of a show. Yeah. I, awesome. I'm sorry to have to do it to you, Robert, but you know. um, I don't know. How do I click disconnect, Corey? Where do I well, click it, it on is. Zoom? I, I, it. Kinda, I, you <laughs> I could just leave, I guess. In no, all fairness, hey, I mean, no, they're I mean, a veteran band. Yeah. That's the great thing about um, the, the Scrutiny podcast, uh, the Scrutiny scale, yeah. is that's your own scale. That's. I don't know. Have we? I don't think any of us have. I don't think either of us have gotten a hundred on something. Have we? I've gotten close. We've gotten Never. close. Uh, uh, we'll get onto your uh, show, Corey. But I'll t- I'll little tease on mine. Mine got pretty close. Mine's in the nineties for sure. Yeah, may, actually, me too. I mean, if it's your favorite show, it should be at least in the nineties, right? Yeah. We're not, well, when we do when shows come back, then we'll start maybe looking at seventies and eighties. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Corey or Josh, any more, uh, any other else fun things you want to tell us about that show? Um, I'm trying to think offhand, you know, there's, it was such an exciting night in general. Where were your seats at? Were you on the floor or were you, you, oh, you said you were looking down, right? Yeah, we were looking down. We were overseeing the whole thing. Honestly, that's awesome. Um, dude, those flames that they had, I kid you not, like 20 foot flames just fly. It was just, 
It was some shit. It was. Did some you shit. feel? Could you feel the heat from your seats? I was not that close. <laughs> I was not anywhere near those flames. All right. Well, so, well, sometimes they they. I mean, if they're that big, that you can sometimes. Oh, right. No, I mean sure. they. Absolutely, the forum's huge, so it's like point them at the crowd. But it's also like kind of intimate. I mean, it's like it's kind of like the 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 pond, but like wider. I feel like because the pond, like you sit up on those higher, which is actually from I just thought about that's where my show is at. Uh, The higher seats are like almost inclined, like straight down, but the forum is very laid out, like linear it's i don't know i like i like that venue too i like the, what they've done so far with it all right Corey, hit us what's what's your show i'm guessing right. hold on let me guess thrice no oh um thrice should be way too um mine's pretty- not thursday so there you go um this was a few years back and i was you know i was talking to my uh dad one day and he was like uh he's like hey but I was talking to my friend, Jason, whatever. And he's, he, uh, he's, he was talking to me and I said, my friend has a, or my friend, my son has a band. You should listen to him on Spotify. And my dad's like, cool. Like, or my dad told him like, it's a, uh, they're called, um, Skylark, whatever, you know? And then Jason's like, well, my brother's in a band too. And my dad's like, well, who's, who's your brother? And he's like, Oh, his name's Taylor Hawkins. He's in the band called the Foo Fighters. I'm like, <laughs> oh no, big deal. Work with the Foo Fighters drummer's brother. It's crazy. Um, and anyway, incredible. my my dad was like, oh, my son is a huge Foo Fighters fan. And so I was like, heck yeah, like tell him like if I can ever get tickets or whatever, like shoot them on over because they're kind of expensive and hard to get sometimes. Um, and they're Honda Center too, actually. There you go. Um, there and you go. And the guy oh, was yeah. like, yeah, I'll get you tickets. So he ended up giving my dad two tickets to the show for my wife and I. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go check it out. And, you know, I expected just like, okay, we're going to sit on the floor or whatever, or in the seats or wherever, whatever. But we were actually on the guest list. Oh. So we actually had like VIP passes. So we went, we were able to go to their green room and like drink and stuff in there and everything. Um, and like Taylor Hawkins was like hanging out in there. I'm like, dude, my dad like works with your brother. He's like, no way far out. Like, I'm glad you could come to the show and everything. And I was like, that's cool. And he just sat there and like drummed on his little practice pad and stuff. It was surreal. These people are like heroes to me. I love the Foo Fighters. Um, but so sick. Yeah. And their, their show was really good. They're very minimal on stage. They don't like, they have a cool light show, but like they don't, I mean, he had his throne because his leg was broken. Um, oh, fuck. But they, it was just, their sound was perfect. Like, I'd, I've never heard a band sound that tight and that perfect. And it didn't sound like they had backing tracks or anything like that. It sounded legit. Um, they, the probably, sound quality, they probably play to a click. I mean, yeah. Maybe not on every sure. song, but I mean, that's pro- nothing wrong with that. I mean, I love, no. a, good, I love a good click. For sure. They were spot on. The atmosphere they, they was They probably cool. played for like three hours, huh? Yeah, they played tons and tons of songs. Damn. Who else, and, who else played? Do you know? Uh, Gary, um, what's his name? He's, get, he's getting pretty big. Gary uh, something junior. Gary Clark 
Jr. Oh yeah, I have heard of that name. He's he's a really really talented like rock kind of like uh like classic rock sounding music. Right on, um, kind of like Rival Sons. Yeah, uh, sort of, but like light, that, like under that or, umbrella. Yeah, under okay. that umbrella, I, I guess. Getcha. Very talented. Um, and then they played, and it was incredible. And like, uh, no, I've heard, I've heard that when they played in LA, they brought like, like Stevie Nicks on a stage, and they did like a Fleetwood Mac song. Did they bring anybody on stage? Because I mean, Orange County the singer, has. I think it was a singer of Yes. Oh, all right. I believe. Played, yes, cool. They played a song, they covered a song with them, and then Taylor Hawkins like covered a couple songs. He's, he, yeah, he's quietly great. and well, not quietly, he's a pretty good singer. I've seen him do uh, do a cover of uh, um, it was a Queen song, probably like uh, Under Pressure. No, maybe it wasn't, mm-hmm. under, might know. be Under Pressure. I think it was just him though, because that has two vocals on it, but yeah, him and Grohl just switched sp- spots, <laughs> yeah, and he. The thing about him is he has um he has a record out um it's called Coda C O T A um really good uh record too it's, okay yeah I didn't know that I'll check that one out yeah it's pretty it's it's really well done it's like work sounds great it's probably the girl the, probably did it yeah on the uh, Sound City board wherever that yeah was. the Neve console crazy crazy would um, you uh, over- yeah, what'd you give it overall? Overall, like I just I cannot say how legendary this band is and how much even just being able to go once and see them once and like whatever, like really opened my eyes and stuff to how like genuinely talented they all are. Um I gave it ninety percent. Um okay. pretty close dang close to a hundred. Um but obviously the venue is giant and like sometimes the sound is bouncing everywhere and stuff and it gets kind of hard to hear when you're in that big of a venue um, i mean it's not a venue it's a hockey stadium that yeah they, they play we music were, in, so i hear you we were like right up against the stage on the side so mm-hmm. we were like you know oh, well, able yeah, to kind of see everything there you go so it was cool i overall the experience was like unforgettable i what that on was the floor, awesome backstage foo fighters i mean that's, that's pretty good nuts. I, I, mine is not backstage i did not get backstage but mine was at the at the honda center mm-hmm. but uh when it was the arrowhead pond there always be the pond in my eyes um forever forever um <clears throat> i was i'm trying to remember what year it was now i think it, i think it was like 14 probably and my cousin Ashley took me to the first ever anger management tour at Arrowhead Pond, and I always remember this 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 show because it was just a great uh, snapshot of that era. You got leading off, opened up the act, good old Papa Roach, nice peak Papa Roach, uh, and then right after him, Exhibit. <laughs> peak exhibit and then who i went for uh limp biscuit who i'm gonna be kind of that's that's who i'm gonna be super kinda, cool uh review a uh, scrutinizing and then the headliner was fucking eminem Pop that's Pop really Pop cool limp biscuit eminem and man boy that was a hell of a show um sold out because you know this was you know i don't I really like Eminem, but I, you know, I'd never had any of his albums. I, you know, I could maybe sing a couple of choruses, a couple of the songs. I really appreciate, like, I love his music videos. Um, I don't know 
what album it was right after, but it was right after one of the, it was, uh, maybe you guys know, um, Probably the, the Marshall Mathers LP. Yeah, I was just gonna I was gonna say that, but I didn't want to sound stupid. The one where he's um, Slim Shady, real Slim Shady. Yeah, because what the um, his setup was, uh, they it was basically looked like Eight Mile. Uh, yeah, it was like a trailer park. It looked had trees and it had a trailer park in the middle, and then he came out with just overalls on and like a Jason mask and an, so cool. uh, and a chainsaw. And it was just like going around, and then boom, you know, the song hits, and he went in. Um, uh, Papa Roach was awesome. I liked Papa Roach when they first came out. They're kind of douchey now, but that first that first record that really hit was it was good. Uh, Exhibit was fun, you know. It's Exhibit, but my favorite, and I will always go to bat for these guys. Limp Biscuit. I think uh, you know. I, I get it when people talk shit. I I get it. Like they are kind of ridiculous, but at that moment in those years to like early two thousands, it was just like the perfect storm for yeah. that kind of music. I mean, Lincoln park was hitting, I mean, they're still around. I mean, they never get thrown on the bus really for that stuff. Um, but I, Flint Biscuit is a little bit more ridiculous cause you know, yeah. West Borland on guitar with weird makeup and, and, and Fred Durst out front with his backwards red Yankee cap and John Otto back there. And I can't remember what the other two guys names are. Uh, but, um, Oh, we were mentioning them the other day. We played them on the podcast. Uh, or was that, that was last week, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, that was last week. Um, so going through my little, our new screen scale, let's see, uh, sound quality was pretty great. I, I, like I, it was when I was like 14. So I mean, I don't exactly remember how it sounded, but I remember being blown away. Atmosphere was great. It was sold out. Um, I remember that we had kind of shitty seats at first and we like found someone that we knew and we went over to their seats and got a little bit better view. Um, I knew they had good merch. I didn't get any. I never owned a Limp Biscuit shirt. I needed to buy a Limp Biscuit shirt. Um, but because I didn't have enough money, but I remember them having like six merch. Um, what else? Oh, but overall, I give it a 96. So that's awesome. It's up there. Uh, what else? I mean, Limp Biscuit. <laughs> They're kind of crazy now. I don't really like, I was mentioning it last week. I don't really like their new stuff, but I'll, I'll always go to bat for those like first three records that they put out. So their, their first record was what? Like dollar bill, y'all $3 bill, y'all $3 bill, y'all gotta have faith. <laughs> yes. It is. So so good. Such a random cover. They like, they like blew up on that song. So, so crazy. Not about it like me. <laughs> hey, hey. Think twice. Yeah, Josh, you gotta think twice. You beat me to it. You play karaoke, dude. <laughs> and I know all the games you play. Oh, okay, I'm done. Tell Call me, it. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> So good. What is Satan, that? Is you? that you? <laughs> oh, Crazy. I was just uh, stopped at my uh, Robert's house to uh, pick uh, Nana made a pot roast and uh, it just <laughs> myself a plate, you know, with potatoes and uh, carrots. Uh, back to you guys. Fucking, all right, Cookie Monster. Yeah, I was getting. I, yeah, did, I, I was doing a lot before that. Episode. My, my throat's starting to hurt now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was Satan. I mean, that wasn't me. Uh, Robert, we both know that's not why your throat hurts. Oh, no. 
Well done. All right, let's move on. That was fun. Let's get into some weed buying and weed stuff. Um, where do we start? Um, Corey. You, yes. You don't partake and I have really been to, I mean, what? No. Um, so I've, I've, I've grown up around weed and like kind of understand the culture and everything. Um, whenever I've have partake, like partook in it, like it, it was rarely few and far between, but, um, I, it interests me. It fascinates me because there's so many different facets of weed yeah. in so many different ways that it's used. Um, and it, it's definitely a hot button issue. Um, with people like they, it seems like a trigger for people when I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with the legalization. I think it's, I think it's smart. Like, to legalize it. A lot of people don't want it legalized cause then it gets, you know, crazy and bureaucratic. Um, my, my whole thing with it is it's better than alcohol and what alcohol has done. Um, so you know, although I partake sometimes in alcohol, I think I do, I would argue with people that like weed has more purpose and more, um, like positive feature to it than alcohol. So that's my kind of two cents on it all. I love it. So you've never gone to a clinic. So let's, let's go not. step by step. Josh and I have, we go to one right by his house. Uh, I'm walking off. into a clinic. What happens next? And, and there's, there's a couple different kinds of clinics. Obviously there, uh, there's the delivery option. I personally don't like doing it. I don't like people coming to my house, but you know, there's people out there with, you know, handicap issues that can't really get out there. And that's, I think that's what that's for. Yeah. Uh, or you're just lazy and you just want weed dropped off <laughs> at you. Uh, that's a possibility. Also, you can just go to a clinic. And now with the future of weed, now we've got MedMen, which is basically the Apple store of weed. It's pretty incredible when you walk into one of those stores. Um, basically, and but they're, they're set up just like, the uh just the one like josh and i go to the uh the church um and they're starting to disappear more around here too in, in southern california or at least orange county it kind of sucks each city kind of determines who is allowed to sell or not sell yeah so it was if at one point the floodgates were open it was just like there was one around every corner like a starbucks and now it's i have to drive 20 minutes to go <clears throat> get uh stuff with josh but basically you got to be, uh, uh, well, 21 without a doctor's note. I think it used to be, you had to get a doctor's note and then you could go. Now it's just free for all. It's like going into like BevMo basically. <laughs> just got to be over eight or 21, but I think 18, you have to have a, a medical thing. Um, so you go in, you, they have usually have you sign a couple waivers just saying, Hey, beware. We're not liable, you know, just covering their ass kind of thing and putting them and they put you in like their system, which I think a lot of people don't like, especially if you have like a job that I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know how far people can research and get into there, but I've heard that like, Oh, I don't want to go in cause I don't want to be in like their system, quote unquote associated with weed. But, uh, Anyway, so you give your ID and usually they hold on to it while you're in there just in case kind of thing. And, uh, then you walk in and, um, then, then it's like a candy store basically. Right, Josh. I mean, the church yeah. or MedMen, like it's anything weed related you can desire. They basically have flour, uh, wax, 
edibles. Um, what else? What, what, what am I not Cartridges, thinking? tinctures. Yeah. Um, Dabs. <laughs> right. Just joints. Pretty yeah. much anything. Drinks. Yeah. So um, one uh, kind of thing you should look into before you go to a clinic is check out if they have any like daily specials. Um, most of them will have a different special um, each day of the week, depending on like edible, like 20% off edibles or, you know, um, four gram eights or, you know, stuff like that, or pick, pick a deal. And then also on top of that, you can go during like their, their happy hour. Sometimes, you know, it's usually like 420, like 420 to 520 is like a funny, you know, happy hour where again, you know, you get a free joint or you get another half a gram on top of your thing for just coming in. And then they have stamp cards too. If you go a lot, stamp your card and you get a free gram. Um, what else, Josh? What else, uh, like what, right when you walk in? Um, I mean, that's about it. You, you <laughs> sign the, the, the paperwork there, you know, lots uh, of ladies. Usually you terms. don't see a lot of guys at, at these clinics. It's usually cute I mean, girls um, trying to upsell you. Right. Right. Unless it's, you know, usually there's a security guard or someone's son. Yeah. Yeah. Scary you know, guard the, too, the yeah. owner's son. Scary Mexican guy with a gun usually there. <laughs> um, let's get into uh, like looking in for like what we should look for, not look for, for like good flour. Um, but before that, another like fun tip, um, what I like to do and Josh and I, Josh and I have talked about this before on tipping your, your quote unquote bud tender. I like to tip them like right before they weigh me on my flour, just cause, Oh, they tip the guy tipped me. Maybe I'll do a little bit more inside his container other than like, right at, like right at the end. Then it's like, eh, it's kind of a wasted tip. But Josh, what was like your, you, what, what is your thing? Um, or do you like to do that too? Um, I, I mean, that, that's definitely a good one to just kind of, I like yours where you're, you're tipping right away. Um, sometimes it backfires. Sometimes they don't deserve it, but. <laughs> no, I mean, I, the way I look at it is they're doing a service. They, you know, we are tipping for that service. It's, you know, just a couple of dollars. Um, usually there's a free dab, the, you know, or joint, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I'll do is I'll kind of, ask them, you know, when it's free, free dab time. Oh, Hey, what are we smoking on? And, you know, then from there I'll drop the tip. So that way it's like, I might get hooked up with a little bit nicer of a concentrate. Um, I might get hooked up with, you know, a little little something better. There you go. Nice. So it's almost like, what do you recommend sort of deal? And and, I I was looking at a lot of sites of like do's and don'ts. And one of the main things at the very top was like, don't be afraid to ask questions. Like that's why they're there. They know everything. There's a lot to take in right away. You might not know what you want and don't want. So don't be afraid. Uh, Cause some places can be a little intimidating. I have been, I've been to some sketchy fucking clinics before. Um, But yeah, let's, we'll get into the dab part at the end. Cause I'm, that's a kind of a, debate that uh, I'm curious about, uh, about you guys. Um, but so, so we got flour, we got edibles. Let's, let's stick with flour. Um, they usually have, um, like a low, low level or what what do you call that? Like middle shelf, low shelf, the middle shelf. shelf. 
top yeah, shelf, bottom, exclusive bottom shelf. shelf, private shelf. You know, they have all these crazy uh, names, but it's executive. Just, yeah. Uh, pres- or reserve. Uh, executive. I like private, that one. That's funny. Yeah. Private reserve. And, you know, uh, it's just different levels of what their prices are going to be per like gram, eighth or ounce. Um, and then we got, we have Sativa, we have Indica and we have Hybrid. And Sativa is the more like up uh, kind of in your head, more active kind of weed. Uh, and Indica, if you can think about it, is uh, in the couch. It's very sleepy. It's very body, more body and uh, just, you know, more of your traditional, like what you think of as your stereotypical like stoner, what they're smoking because you yeah. get a blob and it's awesome. And then they have a hybrid right in between. You know, they can have a little bit more indica in it than sativa, or a little bit more sativa than indica, and that's a nice little gray area in between, which is nice. Um, Josh, what should we we be looking for, smelling for when it when it comes to good weed? What do you, you usually like a a good indica, right? Well. Yeah, and and that's one thing I'll touch on real quick. Um, it's it's actually really hard to find a pure indica or a pure sativa strain. Um, majority of strains are hybrids with one or the other dominant. So no matter what, you can. It's not that hard to. That's what I usually go with. I'll find a nice down the middle um, hybrid, so that way it's kind of got those fruity flavors you know the or some some folks might refer to them as terpenes the the terps that's um that's where the flavor comes from that's what they and that's more like the sativa side right right like the orange hairs and things like that there's terps and oh got it um and that's where um a lot of fruit based you know if you have like some mango or strawberry banana stuff it'll it'll definitely have uh be more of a um a sativa hybrid dominant sativa dominant hybrid gotcha yeah I, um it's, i go more towards the sativas i like i like being active when i'm high <laughs> it, it is nice to get like a really solid uh <clears throat> indica because as much as the sativas are like fruity and like good tasting like some indicas are really good tasting like it just tastes like right it just it tastes like weed but it's like so good mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's so good guys fucking weed bro <laughs> right. um so and then they weigh you out so like you know there's it's grams uh eighths of a uh it's eighth of an ounce right and then um Yes. They do half ounces and then ounces and yeah. the, the more you buy, the cheaper the grams will become. Um, I, I, I tell people that kind of middle of the gra- road kind of price for your middle of the road kind of weed is about 10 bucks a gram. I would say 30, $35 for an eighth. Would you agree with that, Josh? Yeah. For the most part, you're going to get a, a decent entry level. You can find some uh, gems at, least- with, at that price. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, pretty much anything in that $10 range is going to be, you're not going to get anything bad necessarily for $10. Don't, don't get me wrong. There might be a, a, a place that has, you know, pulling some scams or something. And one of the things you want to look for is um, if the weed looks kind of stringy or if it has a lot of um, water leaf or stems in it, um, that by and large shows that the um, 
the crop wasn't as uh, taken care of as it could have possibly been. Another thing that's kind of worrisome with this is if it dries up, um, all of a sudden the plant, it, it becomes, the flower becomes very crunchy and uh, scorches way quicker than um, a fresher, fresher crop would. I like that word so, scorch. I like that word scorching. Yeah, right. Because it really does. It, it it takes in the fire. It it eats it as opposed to, you know, a a fresher plant. It's gonna it's gonna take longer to burn. So that's why people do prefer fresh fresh plants. Hell yeah! I mean, yeah. Think, think of it as like your veggies in your refrigerator. Like you wouldn't leave them like your lettuce out on your uh, counter all week. You don't want to put it in the fridge and keep it fresh so you know keep your weed locked up and and you know, you tight. Your, yeah and you want your room smelling reeking the weed anyways um if, so if it oxidizes it'll die so yeah there you go um so you'll you'll go up you'll see the shelf that you you'll like um you know and and when they tell you which it's usually in jars too that's like the go-to um medmen is different um it's it's literally like an apple store there's tables with like literally iPads and on each station an iPad will have like three different strains and you can't it's like locked up but you can like smell it and you can look at it. it's like clear and then on the iPad it'll show you like all like the stats and percentages of like the THC versus CBD and the terps and you know all that stuff and you can literally see the stats of each strain at the smaller ones like the one we go to church they don't do that it's just in jars and so let's say you pick you pick a shelf and uh you, you see a few that you like pick tell the lady hey can i see these three you don't have to do like one at a time i i tell hey let's see three at a time and, and right. I choose each one i like and um and then the, the, right now it's a little bit different because of the uh, coronavirus and everything. But, you know, before you can like pick up the jars and shake it, I, I say shake it around a little bit, give that, get the, get that air, get in there and see what it the smells like. Um, uh, and yeah, get your nose in there, get some smells. Um, but right now they're not really letting people pick up jars. You can still smell it. They'll like hold it for you and you can like stick your nose in there. I've actually, the clinic I just went to, they refused to do it just because they wouldn't let anyone's, just because of the corona thing right now. Yeah, so for sure. I interject you, that, but yeah. It's a, no, you couldn't even smell it? Yeah, they wouldn't even, no, nope, wow. sorry. Yeah, you don't want the That's my, go I mean, droplets. visually, obviously, right. it's, it's got to look good, but sometimes there's like a unsuspecting strain that doesn't look very good, and you stick your nose in there and go, oh my God, like what is going on in this jar? Um, right. So yeah, you, then you tell tell them what you want, and they will the way out. And uh, let's see what else. we got. So we got edibles. I mean, they got everything from chips to every kind of candy. They've made a version of it: gummies, um, chocolates, uh, rice krispies, and yeah. interesting cakes. It, de and it depends on the day too. Some yeah, the runners. Yeah, the drinks. drinks. I, yeah, thanks for bringing that up. I wanted to mention that. I don't. I don't really fuck with edibles. Period. But drinks, I really don't i've had really bad time with drinks it just what is, what's stomach. the difference in a drink and like a like i feel like it just gets it edible. goes to my stomach quicker than like eating a brownie would take you know got it um your stomach breaks it down faster because it's already a liquid it's pretty quick i mean if you want to get high real quick off an edible drink yeah drink something but yeah i don't think it's worth it 
And, and also, I want to preface this. I wanted to start this actually by saying, if if you're not, if you want to get into this stuff and you haven't, be cautious. Do a little at a time. If if you know if you're just starting out drinking alcohol, you're not going to go out and drink a full bottle of vodka right off the bat. You're going to have like a glass real and, quick. Yeah. What's what's that, Josh? I said drink a fifth real quick. Oh. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Yeah, I mean so. Take take the same premise. Hey Robert, with, I just yes, drank sir. a fifth of vodka. Well, you're you're professional you though. Drive. You're professional though. <laughs> I got that one. True. True. Thank uh, you, thank you, Corey. Are you guys referencing something? Eminem yeah. for the win. Eminem. Yeah, it was. Oh, uh, it was um, from your um, Stan, dude. From your uh, from Slim your tour. Sh- oh, what was the? You can get it. Security scale. What was the? Oh, anger management. No, your, anger um, management tour. Yeah. Anger management tour. Thank Perfect. you, Josh. Um, yeah, I tried. So yeah, again, just do a little at a time, especially with especially with the edibles. Like smoking, you can kind of feel it right away, but the edibles, you you know, the the ongoing stereotypic story is eat a piece, wait a half an hour, and then or people wait like ten minutes and go, oh, nothing's happening. Let eat another piece. Ten minutes go, nothing, nothing's happening. Eat another piece, and then in an hour, you've had like three doses, and of course you're gonna be super high. So, it's like too much, yeah. Yeah, just take it take it a time. Um, then they have. Um, Josh, I know you know a little bit more about this than I do. The the waxes and the crumbles and uh, I mean, and then there's like Keith and uh, what's the other uh, what's the stuff that the Trailer Park Boys smoke? Hash. Hash. Yeah. Tell me. So, can you tell me? Yeah. Tell us what like the difference of each all of all those are. So technically, it's all hash, all of it. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, well, technically, so it's all weed. You have, but yeah. <laughs> okay, but once it come becomes a concentrate, it is then hash. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, no, okay. I got you. I was just okay. fucking with you. Just, just hold my ground, Robert. You know, you bowled me a lot, so I just I had to stand my God ground. Goddamn right. <laughs> so maybe just bring Sam back here. Sure. Anyways, oh, I continue. So it's all so it's all hash because it's, it's basically just it's all concentrated, pressed together weed and it's just in right. different forms yeah right so um you you mentioned um wax wax by and large is it can be made with a couple different things and when when i say made with um obviously you have your plant matter but there are other things um called solvents you know so if there's usually like uh like crumble will be will have butane in it will be the solvent um crumble by and large uh like the reason they call it crumble is because you actually whip it and that's what makes it so crumbly because it's oxidizing and expanding and you're actually uh whipping the terpenes and that's why it's not as clear it's got more of a uh creamy texture to it orange yellow yeah right stuff in there i like um, i like crumble i think about all of them i think i like crumble the best it just ta- it doesn't taste as like um <clears throat> chemically it usually has i'll like a be flavor. honest with you crumble is probably the worst one for you well then there you go <laughs> it sounds like i didn't know butane was because, in. I just, because yeah it's basically i mean it's to break it down it's kind of like the meth version of weed yeah compressing yeah, and it's, adding it's chemicals and stuff. you're yeah. making crack cocaine but weed yeah 
um, one of the bigger things that happens. Um, so there's like amber glass, which like some of that that like very well, like it's got the um, the um, butane in it, and something like that. What separates um, amber glass from crumble is the amber glass has some sort of vacuum purge at some point. So it, there's a vacuum that pulls the butane out. It's still present in it, like when you smoke it, but it's there's far less. Gotcha. There's um, like those cartridges that you see people with. Usually those are CO2. That's the solvent with those. It's uh, which, you know, depending on where you're standing, you know, can, that can be concerning, um, for some folks, but I believe that CO2 is cleaner than a a lot of other solvents. Um, you can even use alcohol as a solvent. Um, you can use like, (laughs) right. Trailer park boys. They, um, I think that they did bubble hash. So I'm assuming that they, they just did water and ice. I think it was like, they called it, they called it honey oil. Did they call it honey oil? Yeah, because then it got mixed in with the uh, the maple syrup, and so it was like maple oh, shit. oil. So they're, they're know, making they're making oil. I'm I must be out of I must not have a frame of reference here because I'm thinking of uh, when they made the um, the hash patty fucking um, driveway driveway exactly. Yeah. I was like the lawn, not the lawn, the driveway. Uh, yeah, this the the oil oil factory was. It's one of the like newer like seasons. They make like a whole factory and stuff. Um, Yeah. You know, funny enough, like that, that show, you could probably learn some stuff about weed from that show. Cause like, I mean, at some point Ricky opens up his own uh, weed store. So um, yeah. So, uh, so wax, um, crumble, oil, um, all that stuff. And then, and then they throw it in the vape pens. I'm sure you've heard probably recently that people were getting sick and dying from these pens. And the big thing that I think Josh can back me up on this is was people were buying like black market uh, capsules. Cause they're not cheap. I mean, like for a full gram, I mean, you're looking what, like 50 bucks, Josh, maybe like for a good high end one. There, there's definitely some places that, you know, getting a full, a full gram, set you back 55 bucks if you get you know like a, a plug and play or something fancy like that with and you're yeah. just going to a clinic and you don't have a hook, hookup of any sort yeah you're gonna you could easily drop that on, the, and there's, on the and, cartridge. and now there's just so many different brands and different kinds of cartridges but there's a lot of them are kind of industry standard like screw on top um and so to make sure you don't buy it from like weird places, make sure, you know, make sure it's like a reputable brand as, you know, as much as these weed companies are. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just be smart. I think, I think it's one of the main things about this is just, we want people to have fun on like, I like, I want people to um, <clears throat> at least try weed. I mean, I didn't start smoking. When, when did you guys first like try it? What age were you guys? Oh, I, Oh man, how old was I? I was like 13, something okay. like that. Josh? Young. Six? I must have seven. been about 16, I think. 16 okay. or so. Yeah, I didn't start until I was like at least 22. I was, I was after I was, I didn't start drinking until I was 21 either. And it was after. So, and I've heard that too, is that, you know, when you're younger up to like, 
mid twenties, your brain is still developing. It's not yeah. very ideal to introduce something like THC into there because it might might mess up a little bit. So I, I suggest waiting a little bit till you're a little bit older and a little mature and more responsible because teenagers can be stupid, but what is it? Right. It's, a, it's a lot like drinking. Like yeah. you have to be able to know what your limits are and know exactly. like kind of, yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, let's see what else. Uh, oh yeah. One no, thing to I did touch on. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry to touch on uh, what you were saying with the people that were uh, with the vapes, they were yeah. ripping the vape and getting sick. Um, some of the bootleg vapes had uh, vegetable oil in it or vitamin E oil or, or what have you, which sounds pretty harmless. Um, except when you think of what vapor is, you heat something up to a degree that it's no longer like a carcinogen technically. Like even though there are carcinogens there, it's like beyond that point, Yeah, you inhale it and then it changes from that vapor back into that sticky, you know, concentrate that it was sticky, with icky, the vegetable bro. oil. <laughs> But the thing is, it's in people's lungs. They're ripping these vape pens, holding holding the hit for, you know, oh, let me hold it for 10 seconds each time, you know, and then they're ripping this pen, you know, 20 times in yeah. an hour. So it's like, no wonder your, lung, your lungs are literally clogged. Um, I don't have a diagram here of how lungs work, but most people know that don't. it's kind of... Mine's right I here next to me. Can, can you go ahead and pull that up for me, Robert? Oh, you know what? I'm Satan maybe, just came I by and to took pull it. That up. No, Satan <laughs> just came by and took it for me. God damn it, Satan. I needed that. Ugh, what a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, be careful. I mean, yeah, like, I, like, uh, be safe. I mean, yeah, even if you're doing, oh, we, I want to mention like the different kinds of ways of smoking. Um, like kind of leeway we can do there's you know joints there's pipes there's bubblers which is like a smaller version of a bong which is another one which uses the water to kind of fil filter out some of the bad stuff and just get to the good stuff and then what else do we got we got pens and then you know we got like the more extreme ones like gravity bongs you guys Corey, do you know what a gravity bong is i, I do i've seen one before but yeah I'll, <laughs> i've i'm definitely like if you want to talk about like expertise in any of this, like weed yeah. or anything, I'm like, I'm bottom shelf, well, I yeah, guess. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, nice. Nice. Yeah. And I'm, I, mean, I want to do this towards the people like you that don't yeah. really know. It might be don't know anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like oh, I've hold seen on a second, them, the gravity bong, I want to just, it's big, just, right. It's like big. It depends whatever you want, but the go-to is usually a two liter bottle and you cut, you cut like the bottom off and you put it into a sink and then you put your bowl in on the top of the, the, the bottle and you fill the sink with water and you light the bowl and you pull the bottle up and like the suction stuff with the water oh. sucks in the bowl and fills the bottle up with smoke. And then once it's done, you forcibly you put your mouth on it and then forcibly push the bottle back down to the water and it forces all of this just smoke into your, uh, into your lungs and it's 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 fun but i think if you're doing that like your, your constant go-to move every day is a ball like gravity bong then you're you're doing it wrong you're yeah and you're gonna destroy your lungs yeah yeah josh have you done one 
Yes, I have. <laughs> they're fun, man. They're they're fun. It's like it's like a beer bong. Like yeah, that's what I was gonna like, say. Yeah, it's not like you're doing you're drinking your Sierra Nevada's beer bong in every night. So that's it. Yeah, uh, that would not be a good idea. Either. Trying to think, are there any other ways to smoke, Josh? Oh, we got a vape like the not only the vaporizer pens, but um, they have like a. Uh, baking kind of thing where it's like a hose and it, it kind of, it bake, it bakes the weed. And they say that out of smoking weed, that's probably one of the more healthier versions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as potent, but I've, I love using a vaporizer for flour because you can really, it makes you really taste the weed, especially if it's good weed, you can just taste all the better stuff than, pipes or bongs or like, joints. joints are pretty good you can taste really good weed with joints too i bet it's i bet it's similar to like when you drink a beer out of like a can versus a bottle versus yeah. like a glass the glass is like best because it like allows for aromatic i know. would say i would say keg right you think kegs are really good too oh i mean kegs well, i mean out of a keg yeah that's what i yeah. mean like coming out it's of like soda a, yeah um, like a also and there's also blunts i'm not a big blunt fan josh you smoke blunts right with the uh, uh, not so much anymore, but I, I used to uh, partake in in the marijuana blunts. And that's you you know people go buy these like Swisher sweet cigars from Seven Eleven, take out the uh, tobacco, or some people leave in some of the tobacco, and then you put weed in there. And then you got spliffs, which which are basically weed and tobacco cigarette. Um, and in answer in Amsterdam, if you go into one of their shops and ask for a joint their standard joint is a spliff. It comes with tobacco. You have to like specify. That's I want to, I want a pure crazy. joint. I don't get that. That's yeah. And I didn't like, I don't like it. I, I smoke, I smoke. I mean, I don't, I haven't smoked cigarettes in a long time, but I, I do jewel, but I, I like cigarettes, but I do not like cigarettes and weed together. It just does not go Mix, well. My yeah. body does not like that. Um, a couple other things. Don't bring your dogs in there. You know, even if you do have, um, uh, what do you call it? Like a license to have them in there. Don't bring them inside. Um, also don't bring out your phone. It's a big no, no. Um, in these places. Um, if you do need to like take a photo of like the menu or something you want to buy, just make sure you like go to your bud tender and go, Hey, do you mind if I take a photo of just this? And usually they're, they're pretty cool about it. As long as you ask. Um, what else? Anything I missed Josh? I mean, there's a lot, lot to cover with weed. Oh, I wanted to mention was like the dabs at the end. So usually, with on top of like the bonus daily deals and happy hours, they'll hook you up at the end, depending on how much you, you spend that day. And they'll hook you up with like a free joint or a little tiny edible candy or um, a dab to go. And it's basically, they'll have a dab rig like the wax or crumble or anything like that. And they, it's a bong and you get a, a, a rip before you leave. And I really like it because I know how to handle my shit, but I've seen some like older folk go in there that don't like, Oh, I used to smoke weed in the seventies. I can handle this shit. And then they get, Oh, what's a dab. Oh, okay. I'll do it. And they just like, like stumble out of the door and into their car and start driving. And that's, that's what scares me. And Josh, how do you feel about it? Taking a dab. Well, this is the whole aspect of like, cause you don't, I mean, I guess you could go into a bar, ask for a shot and leave. So, I mean, what is the difference between that and what this place is doing? But I don't know. I think it's kind of shady and irresponsible sometimes to like, just have, you know, smoke someone out before they leave Yeah, and get into their car and drive away. 
I mean, I, I do see your concern for that. Um, I do also understand that people have a responsibility for themselves. You know what I mean? Like if you can't hang, that's on you. If you drive out of the place and, you know, say you, you don't signal when you turn and, and you get lit up and lo and behold, that's, you know, I hear you. Yeah. It's on, it is on you. Like I said, be, be responsible, just be safe. Um, Anything else? What did we cover, Corey? I mean, they also have CBD stuff. That's a whole other topic of it's basically, and then now they have CBD weed, which is crazy, but it's all the same stuff, just not THC, the psychoactive stuff. It gives you all right. the pain relieving. and So it's like non-alcoholic. Yeah. Weed. Thank you, Corey, for the, the alcohol parallels. I appreciate that. Yeah. Only because that's basically what I have experience with. But and don't and don't forget your uh, your ID when you leave. They always tell you because you, you'll because especially if you hit a big dab, <laughs> you'll be like feeling good and walk out and forget your ID and forget you don't everything. Do that. Um, I do like that the uh, the one the place that we go to the the only places inside this the uh, business center is the weed shop. A, a pizza place and like five uh massage quote-unquote parlors that's funny <laughs> and there's Fuck. like it's so awkward because you walk you have to walk by them and there's like these like skimpy asian girls in the window like trying to wave you down like come on come on in coming in and like no i'm i'm gonna go buy some weed thank you <laughs> it's really creepy <laughs> oh, good All those, like i mean where else is it gonna be put <laughs> yeah, you know? on main street hopefully yeah <laughs> uh, and like, yeah, again, if you're a novice, check out before you go into like one of these more smaller ones, go check out a MedMen. It's a really good just intro. You're going to pay a little bit more, but it's worth it. It's like tested. It's, you know, exactly what you're getting. It's, and it's kind of fun. You tell the person what you want and then they, they go up to like the quote unquote pharmacy and there's like a pharmacist up there and he goes and gets your, your bag and, and, uh, yeah. So I think it'll just be interesting to see where, like medical, you know, professionals begin to use some of these like ingredients and things like that. Oh, they're starting but, to for no. sure. Yeah. It's interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> I'm with you at the cough. Ugh, right. You don't cough. You don't get off. <laughs> Woo. All right. Um, I guess that's it. Anything else fellas? No, nah, that's about it for me. Uh, speaking of weed though, uh, Josh, do you want to mention your giveaway thing? Yeah, sure. Promote, um, promote that. Promote. Tell the people you know what? what you're doing. Since we're here, we're doing it. Um, so, I have uh, Robert and I have have worked on a couple. He's he's collaborated with his Ramart Media and uh, the company I'm working with, uh, Sacred, and we've done a few videos and whatnot. But uh, we're actually branching off into a a, a marijuana based section of this and uh as a as a means to get followers we're actually going to be giving away a little bit of marijuana we're going to be um giving um an ounce away for basically as soon as we hit a certain amount of followers we're gonna just give that away to one lucky follower and we have a, a plan to do this every time we sit a we had a certain number of followers just to uh you know, kind of keep people browsing, keep people, you know, who do enjoy smoking, you know, Hey, I got an ounce for, you know, coming through to this, check out this page. Um, 
I'm actually going to be working on uh, growing and a, a few other things as well. So it's going to be nice to get back into that world. It's It's been a couple of years since I've grown last. So Th- thank you for mentioning excited. that. That was what I wanted to mention was one aspect is growing. Um, I, I'm not sure. Does the church sell seeds? Can you buy stuff from the church? Or no? You cannot from that. I don't think so. I don't think you can from MedMen either, but I know there's like websites that you can just buy seeds from. Um, how would, how would someone, if one, someone wanted to grow outdoors or indoors, Josh, how would, how would, how would you suggest people get babies or clones or whatever? Um, there, there's multiple avenues to do this. Um, a lot of, if you were to hit up weed maps or something like that, I, oh, I yeah. haven't been on it personally, but I'm, I'm sure there's, there's a clones tab. You know, um, seeds are harder to come by by and large because people don't want to give out their genetics. Um, a clone will stop producing at a certain point, you know, whereas a mother is a mother. It will always, you know, anything that comes from a seed will continue. Um, one of the best things I'd say, uh, to do as far as getting the clones, uh, you want to find someone who uh essentially you you could (laughs) there's a lot of technicalities that come into play like you don't want to get clones from somebody who might not have the cleanest of uh areas that they're working in because your plants might come bearing a disease and if you do have an existing crop it could infect the that crop so it's it's very uh it's almost like surgery. You have to be that, that clean with, with transplants. You have to be that, you know, almost OCD with, with things of that nature. Um, growing outside, especially in the city area is very difficult to do by and large because the city lights, um, the city lights will actually make the plants hermaphrodite and which they'll be, uh, seed bearing, um, which, any plant that bears a seed is, um, it has a male gene. There's a male genetic being forged. Um, which if you know anything about weed, you want female plants only Mary Jane. Um, that's, those are the only plants that flower, um, hemp plants, the male, uh, version of, of marijuana, uh, does not have any sort of flower or bud or THC or anything of, you know, there you go there you go robert i appreciate the save there um so you suggest growing inside for sure right because it's just better i mean you you can do you can do greenhouse you you can do other things like if you were to grow outside if you simply cover your plant at night if you were to build some sort of not a full-on greenhouse but just something that it was a little um frame that could cover the plant and make it dark <clears throat> i have a friend that uh, uh was growing i don't think he grows anymore well it wasn't at the, it was at his house and his garage was filled he turned it into a growing greenhouse and it was one it was really cold it was like 60 degrees in there and whoa. it was and he had the lights Perfect. off we had, to, we had to use uh like flashlights that had like red lights instead of like white 
and boy, that room smelled so fucking good. It's right. I just wanted to live in there. It was so cold and dark and smelled like weed. It's, it was great. I love it. I, 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 love uh, it. Pre- I appreciate that you mentioned weed maps too. I wanted to mention that earlier. So if people don't know, um, I don't use it much anymore. I used to do it quite a bit. Um, but it's basically the Yelp of weed. You can find delivery services and, and, uh, storefronts and doctors and it'll tell you reviews and comments and usually it'll have like a menu and photos hopefully of what they're selling and uh, it's pretty reliable it's pretty good i've always i'll go to another um good website is leafly Um, yeah i have heard that provides it provides facts on a lot of genetics and things like that if somebody you know we're, we're in conversation and somebody mentioned the strain I haven't heard of. Oh, Hey, you know, I'm going to research that. Let me get a little info on it. Um, so that's always handy to do. Um, come to think of it. And another way to do the clone thing as we were speaking is it sounds a little sketchy, but you can honestly find people on Craigslist oh, that, yeah, I'm sure, uh, yeah. that, that just advertise that they have clones. Uh, if you don't know somebody who, who has one, obviously, and a little clone form. Again, be safe. <laughs> right. <laughs> Especially yeah. during these uh, social distancing times. For sure. Cool. Well, All right, well, uh, uh, give, us, give us your uh, Instagram page one more time. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, sacred.lsd, and that's more of our, our art-based page. And then we have the.sacredgarden. And that's the the marijuana's page. So those are both on Instagram, and we're we're actually in the works to uh, we're working with someone to build a website here in the next coming week. So pretty excited. Got some got some new things going. Some giveaways. Some some merch we're building. Um, got a couple projects we're working on. Going to do some live music sets and things of that nature. You know, working through these these weird times. So. Excited. For sure, and, and go watch our uh, escape video that Josh and I did, Sacred Gems. We mentioned it a few times. We were just looking on the uh, stats of the podcast before we uh, came on that the most downloaded podcast so far has been the last one Josh was on, where we uh, premiered uh, Sacred Gems. So how about that? Hopefully, That's awesome. hopefully honestly, this one can su- surpass it. <laughs> yeah. Right? No, honestly. See, thank you guys for having me on. You know, it's good to chat with you and catch up on all all the shenanigans running around and stuff. Always, sure. we'll, have, uh, we'll have you back on. We'll we'll do a better prep and have you watch or listen to something so you can really uh, scrutinize something with us. But uh, I liked the uh, show yeah. thing, the concert thing we've been talking yeah. about. Yeah. Awesome. We got it done because of you, Mister Green, Silver totally. Screen. Um, Corey, hit him hit him with our plugs. Yeah. Um, so go ahead to so, so scrutiny, um, our Instagram, um, go ahead and follow us. And we usually are pretty good about posting and kind of sharing things with you on the, through the stories. Um, also check us out on Apple podcasts. That is a a great way to do it as well, but make sure you also use that rating system and give us a high rating. It really does help out. And then, um, also you'll want to look over the, uh, so, so scrutiny playlist, on uh, Spotify and Apple Music. Um, Those are located within our description of the episodes. Um, With Spotify, you might have to actually kind of copy-paste it until we figure out how to make an actual link out of it. Um, I think they're still unclickable. So we need to do that. 
Yeah. Um, oh, but, yeah. You mean it like in the episode description? Yeah. 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 yeah if you go sure. to our Instagram page, like our <clears throat> main page, under like right above like our main photos, you can do like little story highlights. Yeah. There's one that has the link for our, our uh, Spotify link in there. Yeah. So, and then if uh, uh, in these weird, weird times, just make sure you are supporting, you know, local businesses. And um, like we said, you know, Bones Coffee is awesome. And, yeah, let's give um, a couple of shout out. Jameson whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> the yeah Bones. Whiskey brand ever. And Bones um, Coffee. I like that. Yeah. Any, check any it out. sponsors you want to mention, Josh? Anything you like? You know, I'm trying to think right offhand of, of you know, small brand names or. What's your, you know, uh, what's your favorite type of weed? What's your, I mean, it's a strain. What's a good one that comes to you mind? You know, ooh, that's, that's a difficult one. How about this? Um, for the giveaway that we did, we picked up this really nice strain. It's an exotic called Royal uh, Wedding Cake. So it's a Royal Kush crossed with a wedding cake. So it's an indica-based uh, hybrid. Interesting. Right now, my favorite. It, I smoked half of a joint and honestly kind of you know got a little stuck man i'll be i'll be real Spacey. with you I, yeah <laughs> i forgot there was another half of the joint you know it was I, uh, a, you know it, good good oh i was just gonna say uh i have some of this josh uh got, gave me some of it and it, it is it is pretty tasty it looks good too it smells good cool all oh. right we'll check us all out on instagram find us on there um what else oh and tell a friend we didn't mention that that's a big one, mm-hmm. big one. Cool. cool thanks yeah. again josh yeah thanks for having me guys all awesome. right it's been, this, it's been the socio security podcast i'm robert that's josh and i'm Corey. all right see you guys later hey. Jane, she never